for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Five. Four, three, two, one. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, partners and partners to the Water Partner Podcast. Today on the Water Partner Podcast Dojo, welcome to the main event of the evening. We're going to show down like never before the first official the Water Partner Podcast event. Two opposite forces from this side of the equator and the next. God In the it. green corner, I got Alan Avenida. I got Alan, a.k.a. Swiss Army Nice Avenue. A.K.A. Stachinu, A.K.A. Andres Hu, A.K.A. Yusufu. Tonight we got a showdown in the green corner. Fighting out of La Puente, California. Alan Avenida in English. How are you? Well. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, partners, partners, attend the green corner, which is also uh, opposite of the other green corner. <laughs> we have Andres, the barber, the stylist, <laughs> the motherfucking, I don't know, rhymes with stylist. But, uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So, folks, uh, I want to ask your trainer. This is such a special event tonight, folks. Uh, this is your local partner on the podcast, and we're, we're, we're programming and we're, we're recording from the MGM Garden Arena, which is subliminally located next to the T-Mobile Arena, right across the street, 200 yards to the east. We're talking about several things. Number one, this is the first time in boxing history that the first trainer has trained in the same fight two opposite opponents. All right, we got Allen Avenue. And we got Andres Pereira. Tonight we got a podcast, motherfucking dojo fight. And I'm so excited to welcome Bigger to the show. Bigger, what do you predict tonight training these fools? Are you going to be running back and forth during the 45 second break? Ha, tell him, don't hit him. Tell him, tell him, ha, ha. Hey, hit him high, hit him high. Hey, he's hitting, he's about to hit you low though. I just told him. <laughs> <laughs> So, Big A, talk to us. Shit. Thanks, partner. What well, up, First partner. off, shit. This is a good motherfucking fight tonight. Guarantee one of the one of the fighters that I'm training is going to win tonight. Play that right now. <laughs> You're training. <laughs> both, is it true they're both in the fight? So, one yeah, of them logically so has to win. Technically, I'm winning regardless. So, <laughs> I told him I was going to give him each round. So, if one of them loses, they that round. <laughs> He's going to throw in the towel on both of them and shit. I'll give you first round. I'll give you second. We'll rotate back and forth. Do you have the towel you're ready to throw in? Oh, you know what? I'm going to keep the same towels. Good luck for tell, both of them. Tell us who your fighters are and why you decided to train both of them motherfuckers at the same time. Well, first off, you know, they came in full factor. Like, 
training for many years, about 15 years to be exact, roughly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they grew up in the hard streets of our local neighborhood, you know, in the San Gabriel Valley, California, by the way. Love went to West Covina. Mm-hmm. And these kids here, man, they since they've been kids, they always competed with each other. Everything. Yo, you want a fucking skateboard? I race? want a skateboard too. You want to go rollerblading? No, I want to go do skates. You know them. what I mean? They do the same shit. So once they started boxing and they knew that they were going to have this opportunity to meet those same weight class, oh my gosh. These guys are fucking ready to go. But why train them both at the same fight at the same time? You know, most I, I most boxing, boxing people all over the world are like, what the fuck is this wrong with this you guy? You know what? I do not turn down any... Any oh, of my fighters, no you know, shit. I've never had this experience where both my fighters are fighting each other. So why not? Wait. So, uh, Mr. Big A, you, is it true though that, uh, you reside in China and you, uh, were not there the day your wife and child were killed in a cheap ass Pinto looking type car from which you then started beating up every year <laughs> and replacing all the new parts. And then you ended up training a little black man birthed by Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that is true partner it was a rough time i just you know i saw the experience with a young child and i took him and i trained him and he's a champion now by the way right on so who do you got with you tonight alan avenue and andres Pereira. i want to welcome to the stage weighing in at 240 pounds six foot eight penis slightly shriveled and to the left touching his lower thassaris tell us how you're gonna beat this motherfucker tonight just imagine if the room wasn't cold. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I feel a draft, eh? Shit just got warm. I'm just going to turn off the lights and shadow box and just look at my shadows. <laughs> You're going to fight your own shadow? I'm going to fight my own shadow. I plan on, uh, you know, putting this man in his grave. One punch. Partner. Not going to last long. This partner, you know, he's still going to be my partner, but we're all partners at the end of the day. But for one day, he's not going to be my partner. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but if anybody asks, I don't. But if we're seen in public, fuck no. And when we're together, hell yeah. I'll tell you one thing, though, partner. These guys are going to put on a show tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what, what are you predicting tonight, Big A? They're both your fighters. Uh, what are you predicting? I'm predicting a knockout. One of them is going to get knocked out. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was a lovely, entertaining little episode from a partners out there that are into boxing. Drama, General Hospital, or Days of Our Vidas, starring Ellen Avenue, Andres, and Bigger. What up to all my partners out there? Welcome to the What Up Partner Podcast. This is your partner saying what's up. What up, partners? What up, partner? I want to welcome Bigger back to the dojo. Yeah, yeah. Bigger Brun brought some motherfucking oh, people. Yeah. No. Bigger Brun brought some special fucking Shit, people. Yeah. Bigger, who you here. got tonight? Shit. Partner? We got two. We got, you know, of course, we got a returning guest, one of the other partners, and we got a new partner in the house. Woo. And uh, we're, yeah. we just been vibing. We've been chilling, getting a drink on, you know, little conversations here and there about some good shit, some bad shit. And then, uh, Basically, we got Allen Avenue right here. It's full first time here. Great energy. Appreciate the positive vibes, dog. You're going to have a good time. Welcome to the dojo. What up, partner, to you, dog? Yo, thanks, man. I'm having a blast. I mean, what can I say? Thanks for having me. Oh, for sure, dog. What you up, partner? Friday night, Friday night, doing it right. We've got a free night, you know what I mean? So we got to take advantage of this shit right here because, you know, on the clock, though. I want to welcome back Andres, uh, a.k.a. Andy, episode 34. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, episode thank you. 31, I believe. Uh, we did a special birthday episode for Andy. 
We did a fat ass episode with him shirtless, and Bigger were topless. Shirtless. They were topless the entire time. Yes. Yeah. They were topless. Um, I had a bunch of dollar bills, but I only used two of them. So, you know, in case you guys were wondering. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Pretty we picky. had, <laughs> we had a great time. I was, you know, they were just staring in each other's eyes the whole night. Didn't even pay attention to me. But that's neither here nor there. I want to say what's up to all my partners out there. I want to welcome back Andres. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank and you. you brought the partner with you tonight. Allen Avenue. This motherfucking guy has been all over the mundo. And for those of you who don't, who don't know what Mundo means, look up the movie Coming to America when he sw- swipes the globe to the left and he puts his hound down. Queens. We have to find your queen. That was the fucking show. What up, Andres? Oh, what up, partners? I just want to give a big out shout out to the What Up Partner podcast. Continue to grow every single day, going from three to four to five to 8,000 listens. So share it with your family. Share it with your Tell friends. Yeah. What up, partners? What up, partners? These guys are some of the most dopest motherfuckers that make you feel comfortable. We got Black Label. We got Blue Label. We got Jack Daniels. And we got a couple more. Little <laughs> <laughs> but everything's going down, man. Good vibe. Fucking I'm glad. Cinderella's in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Cinderella, Cinderella. Glad these motherfuckers invited us through. Love the What Up Podcast. Big fan. What up, partners? What up, partners? Andres, that was the most beautiful thing. I'm so glad that uh, nobody saw me, but a teardrop, a teardrop escaped. You guys ever have tears escape from your eyelids, bro? I have concrete tears, bro. Oh, concrete tears. shit. <laughs> it hurts when it comes out my fucking oh, eyes. Shit. You're like Fred Flintstone in this motherfucker. <laughs> Little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. Well, so, uh, Alan, but man, but hold on. Let me just tell anybody. I want to tell you about that. If nobody, (laughs) we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Put him in a body bag, Johnny. Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah, he's had enough, Johnny. (laughs) All right, man. If you never favorite scene from Karate Kid, action. Go, Allen Avenue. I think it's when he's playing soccer. Hey, and what's your with, name? What's that song? Allie with an A. <laughs> oh, no, Allie. Allie with an I. <laughs> Daniel with a D. <laughs> For dick. Suck my dick, Allie. <laughs> what's the song, though? What's the song? I don't know what's the song. song? Bro, yeah. Oh, I got it. Oh, I am a man who will fight, fight for your honor. I am the hero that you cheer it I'm from the bay, then it by, and it by. Blue Summer? And then Blue Summer. You know what I'm talking about? Blue Summer. Oh, they knew. Blue Summer. And What the fuck just happened? We're trying to say what's up to the Pine Allen Avenue, and all of a sudden we're singing Blue Summer in this motherfucker. Let me just tell you. I'll pump it up. I'll put a butt up. I'll put up a big Do your karate kick. Favorite karate kids saying go Danielson wax on wax off look Mr. Miyagi I'm not gonna be sitting here doing your work all day man I'm gonna get a fuck out of you fuck you Miyagi wax on wax off no you gotta include show in front of every word show me so show me show me man my hands hurt man my back hurt (laughs) (laughs) turn turn around oh Danielson Show me. Oh, how'd you, how'd you do that? How'd you do that, Miss Miyagi? He was like, hey, you know he was a Charger fan, too. What? Yeah, he wore a Charger jersey, scene one, act four. Oh, and, and did he wear that Fuck shit? you, big A. 
You're going to give us your favorite uh, Karate Kid uh, reenactment? Oh, man. You I think when they went to place? golf. Go- I think yeah, we got two they- bottles here. Fill that shit up, homie. I think when they went to golf and stuff. Oh. That was like my favorite. You know what I mean? Like She was at, like, all pissed off at him. Shit. Remember she was all mad at him? And he kept popping up. <laughs> ah, you hit me. I'm not with you for that, Daniel. Have you guys ever... Daniel? His name was Daniel LaRusso, bro. Yeah, hey, you guys ever see that? that uh, you can't even spell LaRusso. There's a video out where they said Don't tell that, me you're going out with him, Lynn. Hey, there's a video out when they said that the character Daniel, that fool was a narcissi- narcissistic person. Yeah, he was a bully. Yeah. We saw... We, we Wait, talked about on the podcast. No, are you talking about before. Johnny? No, Daniel LaRusso was really the bully in the whole fucking. No, yeah, what yeah, the? Yeah, where yeah, did you that. read this? No, no, it's not. It's true. It's true. Will Smith talked about it. El malcriado, because remember when he went to? He asked for trouble when he put the water hose in the. Oh, stall even before that, of the party, even before that, they were already picking that. on him. No, no, even before they were that, picking on him, no, bro. No, hold on. He asked hold on. for it. No, hold on. Listen, no, the they time, were picking on him. No, Johnny was with Ali with the night. All right, they were fucking. They were. Lo- they had a good time, right? All of a sudden, they were making out. No, no, come no, on. First don't of all, they, pump it they up. Were going don't make it into a fucking porn. You guys agree that they're they going were steady? They, they were, were going big They're going steady. It's high school yeah. shit, dog. But still, don't pump it up. But Daniel's fine, go. Keep going. Daniel Russo. Hang out with that he, he comes in. He goes to the beach party, right? Yes. And then playing soccer. And then you know what he does? He sucker punches Johnny out of nowhere. All Johnny did was look like a badass on his fucking moped, dope ass. So he was doing self defense, yes. bro. No, no, dude. Johnny was defending himself the entire time. Don't you? I'm blowing your mind. Look at his, look at his, look at his eyes, dude. Don't see Daniel Larusso threw the first punch, bro. He threw the first punch, and then he got his ass beat. If I get my ass kicked, I'm calling my partners. Yeah, yeah, And you yeah, guys yeah. are going to wear yeah, skeleton fucking uniforms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, right. you guys are wearing skeleton yeah, uniforms. And we're fucking this motherfucker up. Whoever fucks me up, whoever fucks you up, Big A, I know you can handle yourself, so I don't even worry about you. Leave him alone. Know, dog. <laughs> you know Leave him alone. Say? Leave him alone. Leave him alone, partner. He's had enough. <laughs> I'll tell you what he's had enough, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Daniel Sun. Yeah. Remember, he's like, show me. One versus one. Okay. Five <laughs> versus one. No fight. Sweep the leg. <laughs> so, my point is, uh, yeah, Karate Kid, favorite episode. Act it out. Go. Leave him alone, Johnny. He's had enough. Uh. Put him in a body bag, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <That was laughs> he's funny. like, go to your sensei. And then he's like, fuck it. Sweep the leg. <laughs> Sweep the leg. But since I could take this guy. <laughs> that was my Cartman Johnny. I can take this guy, Sensei. <laughs> I can yes. take him, Sensei. Sweep the leg. I don't want him beat. No, I can beat this guy. I don't want him beat. I want him done. <laughs> yeah. Put him in a body bag, Johnny. Put him in a body bag, Johnny. Well, I always yeah. thought that fool's Luke Skywalker is shit. <laughs> he looks like a Luke Skywalker, hey, right? perm hair, though. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was He's like, dope. you know, not, you no need to prove nothing. When he cured a broken You're not gonna understand. You don't understand, Mister Miyagi. Every time I see those guys, I'm gonna have to know that I quit every time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just get the phone call. Right? No phone call. Uh, AT and T, are I'm you there? Curious. I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> just curious. Operator, can I get uh, Magna uh, 43 Echo? Dude, I was, I was just fucking curious, sick I was right just now. Curious. I just like, 
had a laugh attack. Right? Let's go ahead and switch from uh, all the fuckery to a nice little podcast. And let's get to know the partner Ellen Avenue. For those who don't know, he doesn't play Monopoly. All right. He, he, he don't own Park Place. He's never even seen a railroad. But he's seen plenty of... A motherfucking airplane. Allen Avenue is a dope-ass partner from the What A Partner Podcast Dojo Show that just joined us tonight. Andres brought him to the show. This guy was just in Saudi Arabia. He flew Emirates. Yes, folks, Emirates. All right, they, they don't just give you pretzels there. They give you pretzels and beer. For those of you who don't know, he's been all over the mundo. All right, he's got a lot of fucking airline miles. I'm going to go ahead and befriend him. And hopefully link up with him on MySpace, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram, and maybe even you know steal some of his airline miles secretly, because I always want to go to the Poconos. Who's up with me? And I want to say what's up to all my partners out there. Allen Avenue, welcome to the show, partner. Up, y'all? It's a pleasure to have you, Dougie. What up, Thanks partner? <laughs> Appreciate the invite, the drinks, the hospitality. Come on, man, couldn't get any better. We were strangers five minutes ago. Now we're homies for life. Stranger danger! Stranger danger! Stranger danger! I agree. I agree. I um, trust you guys with my wife. Holy shit! Oh, that's a lot. Holy that's shit! Deep. That's, that's dope. That's holy, deep. That's holy. Deep. That's deep. You guys want to get matching tattoos? No, only if it's on the face. No, <laughs> oh shit! We'll all get a quarter of the Tyson tattoo. I'll get the lower <laughs> one. You get the middle. You get the other. Big A, your yeah. beard is going to cover most of it. You'll be all right. Hell yeah. For hey. all you dog lovers out there, shout out to the dog lovers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I want to get a shout out to my dog, Roki the partner. <laughs> Woo! Roki the he listens? He listens to the show? Yeah, dude. He, I, he hears me talk about the show all the time. He's my, my dog. He's Anybody lost, else here a dog lover like Big A? You know, I have yeah, I what up? Lost my 20-year-old chihuahua. Holy oh, shit. Oh, all right, hey. Oh, R.I.P. Doggy. Condolences. Oh, hey, toast to the moment. What's his, what was his name? Kobe. What was his name? I was out of town. Rest in peace, Kobe. She took her last breath. What was her name? Kobe. Kobe. Hey, toast to the most of Kobe and also the partners. Yeah. That's deep, partner. I want to say toast to the most of my boy Shane. All right, my boy Shane was a German shepherd. I got him when my son was born. Passed away of cancer at age seven. Cheers, All right, dog. Shane. What's up, partner? Uh, what, what up, Shane? Shane. What up, Shane? Hey, this, song, this one goes out to my my uh, Siberian Husky Bruin and Duke and Duke and Duke. Duke was a German uh, Duke. German rottweiler. He was a good dog, really protective. He passed away of old age, and then Bruin he went up to twelve years, and he passed away of like arthritis. Damn. No. R.I.P. to those. R.I.P. to Bruin and Duke. I got one. 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 Growing up, sophomore year, my homeboy Gabriel Salcedo had a pit bull, and it was a boy. His name was Buster. And that fool would take shots to those ribs, like boom, boom. No, he was whenever he did anything wrong. But anyways, rest in peace, man. Our dogs <laughs> die. So what did he die of? Did... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got another dog. I want to give a shout out to my dog, Percy. Oh, my God. She was a chihuahua mix. She was fucking really good, man. She died of old age, but she was really protective. And the only thing that sucked is that she would have seizures whenever there were too many people. she just start like, whoa. Yeah, oh, I remember she had a seizure one time. I gave her mouth to mouth. It was dope. Yeah, dude. R.I.P. to Percy, oh, dog. R.I.P. to Percy, homie. Percy, dog. Good dog. Percy, 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 Percy. Cheers. 
All right, so check it out, folks. All the partners out there, I know we got some pet lovers, and we got some dog lovers, we got some cat lovers, we got some Mister Lover lovers, we got some goldfish, we got some fucking. Uh, g- give me, a, give me a reptile. Give me some. Go. Clearly, they don't know the name of any of the species, uh, but uh, yeah. Um, listen, oh, folks. Just, sound. Just, oh, just don't do sound sound like Nobody said the words. So I'm gonna rewind it. <laughs> Not one person said the said the word sound effect. <laughs> Ain't nobody saying nothing nah, nah, like you. <laughs> yeah. No, no. You know what? Though, give me an animal. Give me a species. Go. Snake. Elephants. Parakeet. Weasel. What? Dodo bird. Parrot. Lion. Tigers. Giraffe. Bears. <laughs> Was it a buzz? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Lions and tigers and bears. 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 Go fuck yourself. Oh shit! Falcon. <laughs> Eagle. Zebra. Alligator. Condor. Giraffe. I ran out of animals. <laughs> Motherfuckers never had animal crackers in his life. <laughs> he had the 99 Stensor version. There was only like three of them and shit. Rhino, Bombo, Walrus, Velociraptor. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> My son asked me the other day. He was like, "Where do babies come from? Can you spell pterodactyl?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> okay, go for it. Oh, uh, couldn't answer it. Like- like this motherfucker, the pressure. only that's the only word this motherfucker memorizes yeah, yeah, shit. Like T E. Today I'm gonna make my dad feel stupid. It's my goal. Yo, it makes me think like having a kid is a lot of pressure, right? Like I don't have any, so you just gotta put pressure on them. Okay, yeah. can you spell the they first? Ask you like, why is this guy blue? Like, cause I said so, uh, motherfucker. No, big A, big A, big A, big A. Spell the first five letters of pterodactyl. Go. Pterodactyl. Go. Terra. T A R A. You fucked up with the A. It's T E R. I got lost, man. It's T E R. T E R. Tear, and then I don't know what's happening. Tear an asshole. T E T E R A N A S S W H O L E. Tear an asshole. Hey, so we've had a great show tonight so far. This has been the first half. Of the What a Putnam Podcast, Big featuring Andy, Allen Avenue, Bigger, and your local partner from the What a Putnam Podcast. We're going to take a quick commercial break. This from a word from our sponsor. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we compliment him. Hold on, hold on. What up, Sled Man? What up, Sled Man? Hey. Hey, we're podcasting, Sled Man. Everybody say what's up to Partners and Sled Man. What up, partner? What up, partner? What up, partner? Hey, tell me, hey, tell me, check the calendar. Tell me, check the calendar. Hey, hey, Big A said, check the calendar. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Hey, we're, hey, we're about to, we're about to sing the Karate Kid song. You're the best. Alright. Never gets you to stop you, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, we got Allen Avenue, the motherfucking boxing promoter extraordinaire. Down, down, nice. Let you guys have a good time tonight. What are they said, man? Hey. What a partner. What a partner. Yeah. What a partner. Hey, what are they said, man? Yeah, wishing you guys a good Friday night. Wish you the best. Have a good night. What a partner. What a partner. So what's up, partner? We'll see you tomorrow on the What a Partner podcast. Saying what's up. What a partner. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, yeah, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll catch up tomorrow. All right. Late. Trying your best to win them all, and one day time will tell. You reach the final bell. You're the best around. Try to be best, cause you're only a man, okay. and a man's got to take it. No, Never no, doubt no, that you're, you're the, the one, one, and you, you can, can have, have your dream. dream. You're the best around. Nothing's ever gonna keep it down. Always look high. Everything gonna be iry, man. Iry. It could have been a body bag, Johnny. It could have been no more, Johnny. Do for Johnny. Let time pass. Let's boy train. What up to my partners out there? This is your local partner on the podcast. And I'm saying, what's up, partner? What up, partner? What up, partner? We got Andres in the building. We got Bigger in the building. We got Allen Avenue in the building. For those of you who don't know, Allen Avenue is a mysterious motherfucker. We're about to dissect this biatch like he was in the movie E.T. when Elliot said, let him go. Let him all go, man. He was all faded because he was drinking Coors. E.T. was actually drinking Coors, but then he, and then Elliot got faded. And then when the mom got home, she she found the beer can on the floor and she's like, hmm. And then that was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was super cool. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, but speaking of, you know what, guys? So I want to start getting into boxing a little bit more now. You know, why would we start talking about boxing? You know what? Because Alan, Alan knows a thing or two about boxing. You know, he's been in the industry for some time now, gets a little bit of an insight. His experiences with that type of craft that's fucking endless conversations, <laughs> stories, experiences, which we <laughs> definitely and the partners enjoy. Right I don't here. even think that's enough. Like introduction, <laughs> Allen Avenue, folks. Um, I looked him up. Okay, I went to Wikipedia and I, I typed in A L A N Avenue, and then I typed in E L E N A L E N Avenue, and I didn't know which was which, but both of them, I believe, and they both said this motherfucker's been training hard, he's been uh, walking hard, and he's been you know making sure that all the boxing stars of the last millennial and prior to the have been where they need to be. And I've been fucking ready to rock and roll and put on a good show. Allen Avenue is a boxing extraordinaire, a boxing enthusiast. Ooh. I want to say what's up, partner. And welcome to the What a Partner Dojo. What a partner. thing I'm thinking is, wow, all these partners and partnerettes are really missing out for not being here and having a good time like that. Uh, what up, but you know, speaking of boxing, right, I was thinking back to my early days and I was like, you know what, let's talk about one boxer that, you know, we have to bring back. Let's just talk about his history, you know. First off, this took place in 1991. Remember, 91, right? Look, think back around that time. This person, you know, he's fucking... He, at the end, he was a disgraced boxer. 1991? And yeah. 91. And he worked for, at that time, I don't know if you guys know M. Bison. You know what I'm saying? Shadaloo organization. No. Motherfucking Balrog, dog. Street Fighter. You guys remember Balrog for Street Fighter? <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember that? Legend. 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 Nah, but for real, though. Serious. <laughs> you guys remember Balrog though? That was so sweet. I do remember. Sonic never Boom. Used them. You never use them? I always use Kyle. Sonic Boom. 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 Sonic Boom
Hi, my name is Jean Claude Van Damme. Okay, but Tiger Uppercut. Hey, but for real though, like, dude, like you mentioned earlier that you recently were working with a heavyweight right now, and like, are you Big A? Do you consider yourself a heavyweight? I consider myself um, to the world and to the graph, my size, my weight. I'm obese, but in my eyes, I've consider myself like heavyweight for show dog. Super sounds cooler. Dojo. Dojo. If you're 200 pounds or over, you're a heavyweight. So yeah, I'm just about a little bit over that. What was uh, a tab? <laughs> your, uh, what's the crazy one crazy story you can remember off the top of your dome that happened crazy. in the boxing world? Crazy like, story uh, like I want to go farther back was, though. I want to well, go farther back. I want to go back. Let's start this shit off like Mister Rogers' neighbor. It's beginning to look like a pata hood, the little hook on the pata. Would you be mine? <laughs> Could you be mine? It's beginning to have a partner podcast like you. It's beginning to have a podcast. Alan, have a new. Let's make this beautiful podcasting day. Let's get ready to rumble. Alan and Alan Fucking way. In this corner, we got the lineup Would coming from mine? La Puente, California, weighing in at 265 Won't pounds, weighing <laughs> tall at 7'1". He's neighbor. coming in, the one, the big, the bad, representing La Puente, California, coming through in the corner. Yeah. Hello. Hi, neighbor. Avenue. Hi, neighbor. What up, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> so long story short, what was the craziest experience? <laughs> yeah, so you ever do anal or? Uh, uh, original question, right? Yeah. What can you say? Have, what you, can have you guys you seen Mister Rogers? Crazy. That was a dope ass introduction. That was a, that was a fucking Mister Rogers introduction. What can you say? Crazy what can't you me. say? We're all we're all Latinos here. Safe to say. Yes. Yeah, I'm Latin. I'm yes. Latin. Yes. I went to Malibu High. <laughs> yeah, so. West Side Beverly. West Beverly. So, picture like West Side. Go picture watching uh, Julio Cesar Chavez with your family, and then 15 years later, tw- 20 years later, you're standing next to him, working with him, translating <sighs> for him, and working with his son mm. and his family. Like that's it. Like that what the made fuck? it all worth it. That's that makes sense. Like, you can tell it sounds like he's a Swiss Army knife. Oh, it sounds like he's like a man of many blades. Could you tell? He can interpret. Like, he could train. He could box, and he does all of the above. Open what? bottles too. What? What? What don't you like about what you do? Wait, wait. What? What does he do? For the first of all, wow. See, that's the story. That's the answer. I have complications answering. That's why I'm like, I think I'm just the basically the Swiss Army knife of the boxing world because I've done and dabbled a little bit in everything. You're very okay. humble. This motherfucker's humble because he's like, you know what? I, I ain't nobody. All I do is just, you know, I do my job, I go home, I clock in, I clock out. But let's be specific, it's a dream job that, you know, I, everyone wishes to have one day, you know? Who's got the biggest stadium, though? Like, we're not talking about, I'm talking to Allen Avenue about his last... Don't they fight on football fields, dog? Okay, so what's the, fight, what's the record fight purse ever recorded in history? Fields. Do you know that? I think it's um, Julio Cesar Chavez. He fought uh, Greg Haugen. Holy shit. Uh, Azteca Stadium. Were you there? No, I would 
How many people? Uh, that would have been. That would have been. I was like nine years old. How many people were at that game? Like a hundred thousand. Like hundred and five thousand. Holy shit. shit! You can't break Imagine that record. Josh, hey, Anthony Joshua has come close. Anthony Joshua. I mean, he sells out sixty thousand seat stadiums. I thought it was like 20, almost a hundred thousand. I thought it was almost eighty thousand. Okay. Damn. Wembley Stadium gets to hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. Wembley. Yeah. I don't think he made it to a hundred yet. I thought What's he sold out. No, unless no. I'm mistaken. No shit. I thought he. Oh shit. You hear the the tone hey, and the high tone in his voice? Yeah. What's up with Dante yeah. Wilder? Uh, what's he didn't wreck it, man. I want to see Dante Wilder and Anthony Joshua fight already, please. We got Wilder fighting Fury. Fury. That's right. Hey, you think that knockout was kind of like... You know, who, who do you got at Anthony Fury and Wilder? You know what? They replayed that knockout now that Big A mentions that. And they did it with the clock, with stopwatch. And Jack Reese did a good job. And he got... Fury did get up at like nine and a half. Nice. Yeah. That's so 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 well, yeah. Wait, They called it? Nice. They called no, it? No, no. They let him fight. And then he won the... Oh, dude, but we see his so eyes. Wait, you want to you wanna walk, the, walk the yes. partners through what happened that night? Yeah, yeah. So... I don't understand. So, so break it down. Rounds to be the WBC heavyweight world champ. What two claim... A lot of people claim to, to have the two best heavyweights fighting that night. These two fools. That are doing the rematch. So Wilder and Fury fought at Staples Center. Um, for the most part, Wilder was bo- uh, there was, boxing. There were heavyweights? Yes. There was a badass fight. This is a badass fight. Are you working, for the record, were you working this working or you were watching yeah, it? I was working that fight. So you were... I was watching... Well, I don't think, wait, could, if the people, what people don't understand... Well, he's trying to tell them. <laughs> he's trying pe- to tell you right now, Bob. No, hold on. What people don't understand is that many fights that you've seen... Nobody else has experienced because you've experienced it with your own very two eyes up front, front row. So, like, don't you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're talking about don't sell yourself this short. fight, you're right there. You're you could catch, right. you could catch sweat on your motherfucking face. That's how, how close you are. I've gotten <laughs> that's how close you are. Club blood. So, <laughs> this fight that you're talking about, I didn't understand earlier. What you guys are talking about? No, yes. we're talking about Tyson. But so this was an important yeah. fight. Yeah. It was heavy was heavyweights there. or what? Heavyweights? Yes, heavyweights. They're fighting for the world title to be like the best of the best. Um, going into the eleven, the twelfth round. Yeah. Wilder had his moments, but Fury was outboxing him. Yes, True? yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Was Fury so, losing? No. Check this out. So he was going winning. Into the he was 12th, winning. What? The twelfth and final round. Wilder needed a knockout. To win the fight, he was fucking him up. Yeah, what happens? I mean, it's, it's USA. This is why you brought it up. USA, Dude, this is an epic USA fight. versus Great Britain, England. He was a gypsy motherfucker. USA again. Like we were the movie here Snatch in USA at the Center. Huh, like the movie Snatch Gypsy. He was a gypsy, yeah. like Brad uh-huh. Pitt was. Yeah, him was having him. Imagine the imagine the people that get. Fucking big head. Can you imagine? Wow, the presence. Hey, this dude, it was a badass fight. Yeah. Let, let him tell you so what. what happens two minutes into the final round, minute and a half into the final round, boom. Wilder catches uh, Fury. Fury's down where the controversy came what? in. What? You know, into the first minute of the 12th round. Well, you just said something about the nine and a half minutes. Yeah, seconds. So the rule is you got to get up by 10 seconds. 
if you fall down at any point. If you're glove, I've heard of I've heard of that before. If your glove well, it seems like this guy's never seen a boxing <laughs> fight in the. Never heard of that, Jim. <laughs> I thought it was as long as they say <laughs> ten Hail Marys, ten Hail Marys. Humana, humana. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for the sinners there at the hour of our death. Amen. So it wasn't no like slip knockdown or quick knockdown. It was like a boom explosion. Nobody's supposed to get up so much that Wilder turned into the crowd and raised his hand. He's like, "I got this." While he's doing that, he looks back, and the, the referee's in a sec. Eight, nine. The guy's straight on his back with his back of his head to the canvas, and at nine, he pops up like a gypsy. Like yeah. a fucking Undertaker. Like Undertaker. Brad Pitt from and Snatch. And that was, that was made him win? That, that made him win? Popping and it up? Was a, no, it was no. A what, he, what he did after that? What he did after he that? He did that. Then he, two more minutes left. Final round. He starts... Box, outboxing Wilder again, fucking him up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. After he gets shit knocked out, but uh, heavyweights, brother, that's a heavyweight dude, fight. Heavyweights is a that's super a fun man. class to watch, dude. It's the best. Well, I think it really is the best. That's the best. Yeah, for sure. They throw down, dude. What's up with that Mexican guy? What's that Mexican guy's name? He's like fat. Andy Reese. Hey, you're talking about. You guys heard of? You guys heard of Mungia? He's from TJ. They're bringing him up slowly. Became a world champ sooner than he thought. Yep. Got an opportunity. Like, these motherfuckers never heard of Mungia. I've seen him. <laughs> One time I seen him on the calendar. I seen him on TV. That television. <laughs> that television. So, what do you think about what's what do you think about the weight class right now as far as with like the middleweight? Middleweight. There's middleweight. Well, honestly, the, very popular in the last like. I want to hear how he got into the fucking business. That's what I want to hear. How do you get into the business, bro? Everybody here from La Puente is like, yo, I want to be hanging out with these motherfuckers. That's true. Well, look. Uh, You're from La Puente, right? It wasn't easy. From yeah, La Puente? From La Puente, yeah. La Puente. La Puente. La Puente. The bridge. Bridge town? The bridge. The bridge. bridge city. The, 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 the bridge. The bridge. The, the, the bridge. How'd you yeah, get man. into it? Like, what, what made it's you? It's funny, man. Well, I went to, like, in 2005, 2006, I was going to Oscar De La Hoya fights in Vegas because my dad would gamble in Vegas and get some tickets. And that's where, like, the interest really kicked in. No that shit. shit. Going to a live fight. There's nothing like a De La Hoya fight in the late 2000s or even before. Cause, that was a party right there. Oh, my gosh. That was a party. It was a party everywhere you went. After party, everything. Like, everybody was having fun. Lots and lots of females out there during that time. Lots. For De La Hoya fights? Oh, man. It it was two to one, uh, girls to guys. No every, way. every weekend that you'd be out there for a De La Hoya fight. So, anyways. Well, you sparring you against six, you're like. So, I think it's safe to say that you started from the bottom. Now, yeah. yeah. What was the best time? Long story had? short, though, I, uh, I reached out to some people that I saw on TV, saw them in person, approached them, tapped their shoulder, told them I was interested. And didn't stop bugging him until I got an internship. And then now I'm here. Hell yeah. I'm about him now, but here. Ten years later. What are the partners? Big A, what do you think about that? Is that fucking match made in fucking heaven or what is that? Dude, that's fucking sick though, dude. Just the whole, how everything fell into place though, right? It's just like, because someone knows, obviously when there's a conversation that you're fully interested, that you're in, you're in the same level, the waves are in sync. And then with you showing that interest and then. But also, how does that, know, how's that, how does that really fit into your interest you know what i mean because it's pretty cool to do what you do but like is that what interests you it's like yeah for sure because 
I was always I was a football player first, and then when that didn't work out, I knew I had to have sports in my in my future in my career or something, and I didn't know till my late twenties that I that really that's what that was my calling professional sports and the first one that got my attention where i saw i had access to was boxing mm -hmm. so boxing found me or i found boxing i don't know which one it is but it was a match made in heaven let me tell you it's, a, it's been a great Woo! ride it's been a great ride because in rides it's not always smooth so earlier i told you how i found love with boxing right i watched every fight watched every main event replay when i broke my heel went down in my motorcycle chopper harley ouch what was your main event motherfucker well, if I wouldn't have hurt uh, my knee, then I wouldn't be working in boxing. My, my life would have gone a different direction, probably. You'd be Chris Ariola in this motherfucker, or what? I'd be... Uh, the Rock. Tony Gonzalez, baby. Ooh. Oh. TG. Dude, Tony Gonzalez is a badass. Tony Gonzalez is a sexy-ass motherfucker. He's a commentator. For those of you who don't know, he's so sexy. <laughs> so sexy. Yeah. He got skills. He has skills. He was a basketball player and a football player. Yeah, he played both in college. Yeah. He was dunking on fools and dunking after he was scored his touchdowns. <laughs> we got the homie Allen Avenue in the What Up Partner podcast saying, what's up, partner? What, what up, up partner? partner? So I got one question to get off my chest. All right, here we go. Is how does it feel like... To be on Time Magazine. Well, you were on Time Magazine? <laughs> it's First of all, it's Ring Magazine, but uh, they call Ring Magazine no, the no, Bible of boxing. No, no, no. <laughs> the Manny Pacquiao Time Magazine. Ring Magazine. It was Time. It was Ring Magazine, but thank you. I mean, <laughs> well, <you're, laughs> The magazine you showed me said Time. T-I-M-E. Ring, ring Time? Ring. R-I-N-G. Oh, Ring Time. <laughs> <laughs> Still ring, a big accomplishment to magazine, me. Yeah, but oh, so they, just they caught my good side. I'm telling you, yeah, that, that was a clean shot. But the magazine that you purchased, I, it says time. Hey, let me see that right there. It's though. Ring magazine, but yeah, man. When I the weekend after the fight, like there was two weeks, and then after at the end of the year, they do the top hundred fighters. Ring magazine does a special issue where they do the top hundred fighters of the year, and Pacquiao was number two. I think it was one. number one. Oh, number one well, or I don't two. Know. One or two. But that magazine you're talking about? Yeah, but the, he had two pages. And on one side of the page, they had him in the corner of the ring standing up. And they, they caught me right there in the corner with him, like looking at him. It was, they caught my clean, it was a clean shot. You're and, like, I approve this. And my boss hits me up. He's <laughs> like, have you seen the ring magazine? I was like, no. He's like, check it out, page 56. So that was like, I remember the page. Hell yeah. You still got and it? I, I, you still got yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I had to save one for sure. Okay, what do you think about Terrence Crawford, though, dude? What's up with that? Terrence Crawford. Yep, I worked with uh, Terrence Crawford when he first uh, got signed with Top Rank. And, dude, that boy is bad. Yeah, his style hasn't changed since I first seen him. That's how many weight classes? Ten ten Iron Man, Iron Man. Ten fights. How many, how many weight classes Bob do you have? He has, like, three belts, right? Or, or two, two belts. Two different two belts, belts, yeah. So that's what oh, wait, won, right? 135 was his first belt. 140 and 147, so three times. Yeah. You're right. And then what was that other kid that fought that night, that most recent fight where he got the the, the fight from that dude from like Nigeria or where is he from? It was like a fight in New York. Dude, yeah. he knocked, that dude knocked him out. Teofimo Lopez knocked him out? Yeah. Yeah, Teofimo. That was yeah. a good fight. Yeah. Dude, the whole little bio they bro. did on him and when like, he was family, like not talking to him, <laughs> he's got his wife, even his wife in Vegas. 
And then to lead up to that <laughs> fight, and then he knocked out that fool. Yeah, right. That right, was right. fucking. Yep. That was sick. And his dad was like, "I told him yep. his dad was fucking so, badass." Oh, his dad has been pumping him up because telling the truth. You know, he knows his abilities of his son. Who has surprised sure. you in the up and coming <laughs> undercard? <laughs> I mean, just your whole life experience. Like, have you ever seen any undercards? Like Mike, I'll give you an example. Mikey Flores. Right? For the record, this is the beef jerky moment. You invited Jack Leaks. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Mikey Garcia. There was times where you invited me and all the homeboys to come through. It was only me that came through. Maybe Peter. But the time that you came was told us it came through. It was boxing matches, dog. Like in Glendale, right off of the freeway or a fucking Studio City. They turned fucking hotels into boxing rings. So I'm just saying, you saw Mikey Garcia. Up and coming, right? And, and any other stories that you can share with like up and comers that you saw grow? Yeah, I want to say like um, when I started ten years ago, a lot of the current champions I probably worked with somehow, some way, which wow, which I'm proud of saying, you know, hell yeah, because like, you've seen them from the whole process and how much they worked hard at it, and then wow. they were able yeah, to accomplish yeah. that shit. Like that's cool to see. Like their mind was already fucking focused on what they're fucking. Their next chapter to get to that next level, dude. And just in general, not to put myself up, you know, to ha- to be able to see these guys go to PBC, top rank, Golden Boy. But then I saw them when they were all working together at that time and they were all building them up. Now they're champions. It's like, damn, I worked with that guy. Like, it comes out natural and I don't think about it until a situation like this where I have to like explain or tell the story of so reminisce like, or to think about it, you know? Sometimes it's just... So it's like nothing. To it's you. just like nothing because then it's on to the next show. That's really what it is. Like, yeah. oh, you yeah. did a good job this show. Okay, well, let's keep it going. On to the next one. You know, and by the way, we just want to get a shot Jack Link's meat snacks, teriyaki beef jerky. Beef jerky. Good shit right now. This is the beef jerky bar right now. It's all in the chew. But for real though, like, dude, just the whole experience of seeing them from the beginning to the end, you know, or even not even the end, because, well, let's say they're at their final stage at that age, or like, I'm going to retire. Who is the all-time dude working with them is your, like, favorite boxer? Favorite boxer, well... Who I've worked with in the last couple of years is uh, Triple G. Have you guys heard? Yeah, that guy's fucking cool. Yeah, he's super awesome. I don't know, man, but when I see him on the team, I'm like, hey, that guy's fucking cool. He seems cool. He seems he really cool. Yeah. The way he portrays himself yes. is exactly the way he is in real life. It's exactly he's amazing. I wasn't when he moved out here, though, because he, like, he's he lying to Because I remember that fight at the Great Western years ago. He's like, oh, I'm home. Wait a minute. First of all, yeah, well, California, first of all, how did he start? How did he, how did he get the Spanish influence early in his career? Why well, like right? What did he do? Was he speaking it at his fights? No. You know I mean, did he know Latinos watch his boxing matches? Well, yeah, they, they, they started promoting him as Mexican style. So that's where that came from because his trainer was Mexican, Abel Sanchez. They parted ways recently, but oh, what? Yeah, Do you know what Abel? Happened? Have you ever like? Sh- I don't know exactly what happened, but no, but Abel Sanchez. Have you ever like shook his hand? Like, what's up, dog? Yeah, I mean, I celebrated his birthday last year at Big Bear. That's where he lives. What? Yeah, just hung that's out. Dope. That's sick, though. Who's like the most humblest fighter though? Like. All together, like you mentioned Terrence Crawford. I'm telling you, he hasn't changed. He's a, he's a guy that's straight up. Like, I've never seen money, old money won't let so you Terrence, so, so you think he's cool? That's your response to his question, Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford, Terrence Crawford. Yeah, I've ever seen old videos when he's guys that I've worked with personally. But, like, where's the video with his mom and his dad? Like, yeah, we used to beat him, beat him up, make him tough, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Terrence's mom, yeah, she get well, man, really, son. really. 
Yeah, they would be really tough on him. They grew up, you know, rough. It's been it was rough for them. That's that's kind of where he got his Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. They're African American. Yes. Okay. Terrence has a good story too. He he's been shot before. What? Back from there, yeah. What? The neighborhood. What was that fight? That interview he did. What's his name? Um, before the most recent, uh, the one Spence from the from the Bay. He retired. He's a he's a commentator now. He went undefeated. That that controversial fight. Remember that he won against. Wait, 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 wait. Do you think um, Ru- Manny Pacquiao? Who is it? Is Andre Ward? Andre Ward. Yes. Do you think Manny Andre Pacquiao good. is a good t- contender at this age? Manny Pacquiao. Do you think he's a decent contender? Well, he's still doing his thing. I mean, look at I his, know, but look I'm his saying track record. Do you he think just beat a young twenty eight, uh, a young champion, twenty eight years old? I didn't see prime it. of his prime of his career, and Manny dropped him and survived. One the, the other guy was like, "Yo, I'll take it." You know? But was Manny Crown was the champion again? Was Manny being Manny? Oh yeah, and like fucking just because I, I know Manny as being as throwing putazos. Yeah, that's exactly what he did, and protected himself. Played defense too. Hey, what about what about Joe Calzaghe? Remember him? Oh, I remember Joe. Probably remember that we saw all his fights. He went undefeated. Remember Roy Jones Jr. when he knocked him out? And he was Joe all Calzaghe shot. is a shit. He went undefeated. He was like the rock star in his era. No, when he fought Roy Jones Jr. He never beat him. Yeah, he beat, yeah, he beat Roy Jones Jr. But Roy Jones Jr. knocked him out, or he stunned him during that fight, and then that's when Joe Calzaghe came out. But Dude, but I can't believe Roger Engine is still fought. That feels like- so what do you think? What do you guys think about where boxing has taken us to where we're at now versus where it was 15 years ago? What, is there any differences? Yeah. What do you think? Boxing is everywhere now. It's on apps. It's on three different channels consistently now. Boxing is at the prime of its history. And if you ask me, it's everywhere now. Yeah, it's a lot more accessible to yes. to get more more of a different range of fighters because they can now stream them through all platforms. Mm-hmm. And partner, look at this whose face. It was like, <laughs> what up, partner? What up, partner? Oh. Who's the baddest? What up, partner in the planet? Show no. <laughs> Who's <laughs> the baddest on the motherfucking planet? Show no. Who's the baddest? Win them converse. Show no. Who's the baddest? Win that black ass motherfucking wig with them converse. Show no. That's right. It's your local partner on the podcast. And I'm showing what's up, partners. What, what up, partners? Yeah, hey, you know what's up? It's your local partner on the podcast. I got bigger. I got Allen Avenue. I got Andre. We're having a good fucking time on the What Up Partner podcast. Yo, what's up? Chapter three, we're getting, getting all fucked up. I'm feeling great right now, dude. Good conversations, fucking good topics. We just keep going on and on. As back to like boxing, though. Like what? Honestly, back to your regular. Back to your. Ba- regular, no, back to your regular. Ba- back to your. Back, back regular? to your regular schedule. Let's back, get the motherfucking program. All right, back to you, Pata. But yeah, seriously though, like, so have you ever been able to experience like a boxer during their training, as far as like the endurance factor, and, like having to lose those pounds and the struggle and the mindset that they have to do to accomplish that way? Because some of these boxers will dehydrate themselves. And then the day after, they're in like eight pounds. Okay, listen, listen, Big A, Big A, but I have a question for you. Every time they show like the Showtime or the HBO special before they train, before they fight and shit, yeah. like they show Mayweather running minimal miles. It, to me, it's not that much. And maybe I don't know any better 
But the way they make Mayweather look is that he doesn't even train for shit. It's like, like it's easy. It's, it's easy. It's easy. You just have to work hard for it. He's just like. Well, I'm a big believer of angles. Angles is the key. Position of the Well, body. do you think the May- Mayweather is the greatest fighter that well, to ever live? If we have to go off record, yes. At the end of the day. Well, if you don't go off a record. Well, he hasn't lost. It's a yes or no question. Well, okay, but if you only know a fighter off a win or a loss, I've never seen him lost before, so yeah. Avenue, do you think Mayweather is the greatest fighter to ever live? He's had some controversial victories. Without those, maybe people would be uh, saying a little different. But okay, I, I, I'm gonna give you a little insight. So is I, he? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay, Big okay. A. Is he or is he not the greatest boxer to ever live? To you, he's he's up there, but he's not like the best that comes up. To okay, my that's fair. Okay, so Big A. Okay, for me, it's entertainment, right? You're being entertained. So you asking me that question about Mayweather is like saying, who do you like better, The Rock or Ultimate Warrior? Who entertains you the most? Ultimate Warrior, if you're asking, but it's just tough one. It's hard to pick one, then maybe you're right. But are you talking about Victor Ortiz? Are you talking about the Victor Ortiz? Are you making reference to that fight where he kind of cheap shot at him? Mayweather? No, there's Luis Castillo. A lot of people say that Luis Castillo got robbed. How was his face after the fight, dog? Not damaged. Not damaged? You've seen the fight? I don't. I don't remember it. You remember it, dude? That's the thing, though, because it's like, who was the most recent fight where they talked about, you know, this guy went to a club right afterwards? Who there's Cesar Chavez Jr. or something like that, right? or he went to like a club and was all partying after, like? Quantos no way. They it? all do that. No, but there was like something. I remember hearing about a fight where like, oh, this we lost, and then right after they have him in there, like, like oh, oh, okay. is that what you're talking about? No, just there's fights that you hear about where you're like, you hear about things like, dude, you don't know, but at the end of the day, you're still getting paid, you know, it's entertainment, you're partaking, right. so I guess it's like, you have to do what you have to do for survival, you know? like While people at the, on social media are going to war, the fighter, after the fight, is going to party, like, I'm going to the Cosmopolitan, I'm going to go right? party over there. And you hear a lot about that. So when fighters like, just make it, how much do they make, more or less? You're talking about some of the highest paid. Then Canelo won, made 30 mil plus. Up and comers, do they, they don't make any money or do they? They do, but not, not enough to, su- to support yourself. 25, 50 grand? No, no. Beginners? No, beginners make any of them. 1,500, 2,000 a fight, four rounds. That's how much to get paid a fight? In the United States. Damn. So, yeah, I hear about the people leave the country and go to. Oh, they're going to make money because they're more popular. Because they'll go, like, they'll go to like Mexico. They'll go to Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic, for example, there was a guy that told me, a fighter that told me, he fought three times in a week. So on his record as a professional, he got three victories in one week in Dominican Republic. Now people like train for like ten months, six months, you know, mm-hmm. for one fight. So kids in one week, like it just but they just yeah, record the fights there. They well, record the fights. To his point, it's cheaper, so that's what I mean. He fought three times. Yeah. He probably paid his opponent a total of five hundred dollars altogether. Mm. You know, to yeah. get three three wins, three victories. Yeah. That's what so, they use to build up their resume to correct. get that opportunity to like get what? somebody up. But then again, it's like I feel like sometimes with for me, watching boxing, like I feel like when before they're big and they're trying to go up the ladder, 
Like, those are the like fights those to are watch. The fights, the those are fights to watch. For me, I like I see fights like they're money hungry. But when they get to the top, it's like a different level of cast to say. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's now like, yo, they, we're gonna help each other out. We're gonna we're gonna all gonna collaborate. We're gonna entertain. They establish the themselves. Happy, but we're not gonna we wanna still last to still yeah, be perform. Damn. And dude. I'm like that's know? he brings up such a valid point that it kind of and a lot of peak consumers, they lost faith. In the boxing system, no entertainment. Yeah. That's you the key. I mean? If you're entertained, it's so, still the same. So if you had it your way, what would you do? Well, there's been disappointing fights, right? Where the fans, everybody's pumped up about boxing, and then again, we lose like three million fans overnight because of a bad decision. Yes, that the judges get involved, and I guess the, the everybody's bonus, disappointed. Don't Avenue, let the, don't let the judges get involved. But easier said than done. Uh, there's going to be controversy. They're humans. That's the best way to explain it. They're going to make mistakes. But you're still entertained, so it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're, at the end of the day, you're still you're still putting time into this novella, to say. You know? You're still in it. So, you know, that's the beauty of it. That's what keeps you more interested, because you're like, okay, well. Well, oh, if you follow that, it. But if like, you follow okay, it. next one, and then you see it again. It just... <coughs> It's part of what's sucking you, you in to the. It's the build up to the fight. Man. It sounds like you know a lot of boxers. Uh, uh, I know just what I've seen, dude. But I've seen enough to like. What are you seeing, Big? I've seen a lot of like fights where I feel like as the earlier cards before they got big. Because remember how many times you watch all the Hoyfield fights? Remember? Oh, yeah. You put all the Hoyfield fights all the time. We talk about him having both of those belts and him going up a weight class. Yeah. And then you got into Joe Kazagi too. Remember we were watching all his fights when this was fucking legs all fucked up. Kazagi was a shit. We would, we would literally me and this who would play chess and watch fights and watch Polly Shore is Dead, which is the number one movie. I tell you, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> nah, but for real, Polly Shore. Yeah, we watched the Showbox. Casino Man. Yeah, he was good in that one too. And Son in Law, that show was sick. Yeah, yeah, but I just got into them watching a little bit more with this fool here. But I just the more I felt like I don't know, you know. I just changed my perspective on it. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to feel upset. I'm like, no, dude, just go with... You know, we watch TV. Everybody yeah. watches so much yeah. TV these days. Yeah. They think they're watching reality TV, yeah. but it's all scripted. It's all to entertain yep. the consumer. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're still in it. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. But it's still all good times. I, I like saying at the end, of I'm like, course. damn it, that shit was fixed. But I'm still watching cool. it. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? And then we'll be tuned in again next week. Exactly. So just more whoever can kind of like yeah. hype themselves up like Stone Cold Steve Austin the most, the, the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Andres is right. The casual fan, we lose a lot of casual fans on a daily basis when there's a bad decision and stuff. And that kind of sucks. We have no control of that. But those fights, when you see when you see those fights where Fu's getting uh, knocked out, uh, so what about that's what people come out for? Though. Dude, what about what about Ooh. the what about the uh, Texas Stadium? Weren't you there? Didn't Manny Pacquiao uh, fight the at Cowboys the Harris? Dallas Cowboys? We uh, they have the, yeah. the for I mean, the record the for the record. The you do know the Dallas Cowboys have the biggest TV megatron? Oh yeah, I heard about that. TV tron in, in all of all the NFL teams. Dallas Cowboys has the biggest fucking TV. Yeah, first fight at uh, the well. The first fight held was Pacquiao Claudi at Texas Stadium, and I, that's the one I was blessed to work with. So within eight months of working in the industry from an internship, within eight months I was already working a pay per view fight. Um, Pacquiao, and uh, in, in his heyday. But then did you start by building these motherfucking rings, dog? 
was setting up events. I wasn't building the ring, but I was setting up events. I know, think you were. Unfolding I, I, I think you were. Wait, wait. I did that not too long ago, so I'm not denying that. That's just sick, that though. Way. But you get to see the whole process, so, like, you, gotta, you, see, you see the venue, yeah. like, okay, yeah. we're yeah. going to fucking put a fucking badass stage together, and people are going to get the visual effect that enhances the box. That's where this was started from the bottom. Now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. All right, well, I think uh, this is around that time now where we're going to have to give a little outro now. Um, you know, first, uh, Alan, thanks for coming through tonight. I really appreciate thanks your for company, me, bro. You're more than welcome anytime. That's anytime you want to come through. What up, partners? Thanks for coming through with the homie. Yep. Expand the partners and the, let the partners of partners get to experience a little bit inside of the boxing. Just another taste of what we bring to the table. And I want to give a shout out to Pana for, you know, always doing his work. Kicking ass, letting us come to the dojo, <laughs> being the best hostess around. The Appreciate you, partner. Most is Appreciate partner. You know, right. Thank you, boss. But yeah, we just want to give an outro to everybody and um, just, you know, say what's up. What up, partner? What up, partner? What, 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 what up, partner? Peace. Love. Oh, thank you.